is Market Open Podcast, bringing you engaging conversations and insights from leading ASX-listed companies. We welcome our host, Stuart Walters, for another episode, where he'll talk to the individuals behind Australia's top companies of tomorrow. Welcome to another episode of Market Open Podcast. Today's guest is Dr. Mike Jones, Managing Director of Impact Minerals, ASX Code IPT. Mike has had a long history of discovery from greenfields to near mine exploration and discovery since moving to Western Australia. And now as Impact Minerals Managing Director, he might have the biggest project of his career on hand after a scoping study demonstrated that Lake Hope could become the lowest cost global producer of high purity alumina. Mike, thanks for joining me today on Market Open Podcast. Great to be here, Stuart. Firstly, what is high purity alumina why do we need it and what is it used for? So high purity alumina is now listed as a critical mineral uh, on both uh, the Australian uh, critical minerals list and also in Europe and America, sort of combining those two. And it is used in two main areas, which are quite crucial to the energy transition that we're going through uh, and will go through over the next decade. So the first principal use is actually in lithium ion batteries and other battery architectures. So if you recall a few years ago, the Samsung phones were exploding in people's pockets and cars and things like that. And that's because the, uh, there's a separator that keeps the heat uh, from migrating from the cathode to the anode in those batteries. And that uh, heat barrier is HPA. And if it's not doing its job properly, it leads to uh, heat transfer and explosions. So obviously with the increase in growth in lithium-ion batteries predicted over the next decade, there's obviously going to be an increase in the HPA market in that area as well. So the second principal area is actually in LEDs, uh, light emitting diodes. So in lights, uh, it's uh, that's a fairly uh, sort of, uh, um, what's the word, you know, boring almost uh, requirement, but uh, around the world, incandescent light globes are being rapidly replaced by LEDs. And in fact, in the US just recently, they banned new incandescent light globes. And so uh, there's uh, almost a legislated demand in that area. And many people, of course, will be watching their LED screens at home in, uh, in the TV. So the Samsungs and Sonys, their OLEDs and their ULEDs, uh, they've all got HPA. And that's because it has very superior brightness and is used as a backing um, to many of those screens. And that uh, market also forecasts to increase you know, quite dramatically. Now, there are other minor uses. So sapphire glass, so the front of most people's uh, phones are made of um, uh, sapphire glass. That comes from an HPA precursor and also growing. That is a relatively small volume, um, but you can't build a business around that. But there's certainly a very profitable uh, area to be in uh, if you can make that material. I think we all take for granted that we just go to the shops and buy a TV or we buy a phone and have no idea what goes into it. Obviously, clearly, the Illumina side of it is is vital. Indeed, it is. And uh, and that's one of the reasons that it's on the critical mineral list you know, around the around the world now. So... Uh, yeah, looking forward to increasing demand. In particular, around about 25, 26, uh, there's a forecast uh, significant uh, supply deficit potentially emerging, and that coincides with increasing prices. And uh, it's certainly a high margin, uh, high demand business and, and one that uh, should be lucrative for us if we can get into it. And you've just done a scoping study um, and it's shown production costs could be significantly lower than your competitors. What is the defining factor here for Lake Hope? So Lake Hope is located about 500 kilometres east of Perth here in Western Australia. Couldn't want to be a better place. And for those who follow the story, uh, it's a very unique deposit. Uh, it's in the top two metres of a couple of small salt lakes um, out basically in the middle of uh, nowhere. 
and uh, there's a set of unique minerals uh, in there which we can mine very cheaply so it is basically a free digging operation uh, we're going to be able to dig it up literally with uh, three men uh, two men uh, a digger and a truck uh, pile it up and then we're going to truck it off site and build a processing plant uh, somewhere probably Kalgoorlie uh, at this stage looks very promising so the mining costs and the transport costs are very cheap uh, compared to conventional mining operations and secondly the process of uh, getting the HPA out is dominantly done by sulfuric acid uh, sulfuric acid leach and sulfuric acid is a relatively easier and cheaper acid to get than other methods that are being proposed to get HPA um, say out of kaolin and they use hydrochloric acid and hydrochloric acid is more expensive but in particular high temperature requires significantly more capex because of the nature of the steel required in the uh, in the plant and uh, we wouldn't need the same grade of steel so our capital expenditure is also significantly lower so mining costs processing costs are significantly cheaper and we also get a byproduct credit um, we will be able to produce a significant amount of fertilizer related products which we believe will be relatively straightforward to sell and that's a credit against the uh, against the cost so the net effect of that is that we believe we can produce hpa up to 50% cheaper than anybody else uh, globally, as far as we understand. And, and that's a, a world-class breakthrough if that uh, turns out to be the case. So it's, uh, those results are extremely exciting. And uh, what was the lead up to acquiring Lake Hope um, and have the results surpassed expectations? Well, those of, us, uh, those of you who followed the impact story, look, we set impact up to discover a world-class ore body and anything less really isn't worth getting out of bed for and and i'm talking things of the scale of uh, you know hemi with de Grey and obviously azure recently and it will include chalice you know even though chalice has had some hard times recently with their scoping study um you know that is a world-class you know, size deposit and uh, all of those companies your market caps plus a, a billion dollars and haven't even sort of turned a sod of earth yet and that's really what we were looking for and, and funnily enough, I believe that this is uh, one of those, but I discovered the mine on LinkedIn and there was a geologist that I'd sort of known from afar and he'd been uh, basically posting a few interesting uh, uh, posts and he'd been doing some uh, cooking <laughs> of this lake mud on his, uh, on his, kitchen, on his kitchen bench, basically. And uh, I got very intrigued and curious about what he was doing and he sent me some information and, uh, you know, lo and behold, um, we, got, uh, we got Lake Hope. So... When we first saw it, we thought it had the potential to be an incredibly cheap producer. And uh, but this work that we've done, uh, you know, over the seven, eight months now that we've had the project, uh, you know, has really proven that uh, it has the potential to be a breakthrough deposit in the HPA space. And so, it more than exceeded our expectations. And um, what can you see as the remaining exploration potential? There's certainly no shortage of HPA uh, precursors and the material that goes into it. it. It's a bulk commodity, so it's very similar to you know lithium. I mean, there's no shortage of lithium around. There's no shortage of you know iron ore and coal and bulk commodities and things like that. And HPA is one of those. So I, I like to say that when you're in this space, that one of four things has got to be true. So about your deposit. So the first one is it has to be the largest, or it has to be the highest grade, or it has to be, say, first to market. And an example of that is Pilbara Minerals, who first to market in the lithium space, they've been killing it. You know, they're lasting through this cycle where, you know, prices have dropped, you know, dramatically. Or fourth, you have to be one of, if not the lowest cost producers of bulk commodity in the world. And that's really the key thing for the Lake Hope deposit. It is the cheapest, as far as we know. 
or will be the cheapest producer of HPA globally. That will give us, I think, a huge competitive advantage um, in this uh, in this space. And uh, it's, we've just got to put it into action over the next couple of years. So you must be pretty happy with how you've positioned the company at the moment with everything you've got going on? Yeah, definitely. And it's when we came across the project, we've had very supportive shareholders over the years they, and, and also directors. You know, they've supported me and, and our ideas for exploration. And they've supported this one with uh, Lake Hope. We've got a very strong support from our uh, German, two major Sherman shareholders at our last capital raising. And uh, I believe that we're giving our shareholders the opportunity to see you know, a multiple return on the market cap from where we sit right now. We're sitting at about $30, $35 million uh, uh, at this stage. Uh, one of our competitors in the space has really shown the way. And if you can get it right in the HBO space, and that's uh, Alpha HPA, and people should take a look at that because I think we can follow their journey. And their market cap recently hit a billion dollars. And so if you can get it right in the space, that's the kind of potential that we see for impact and its shareholders going forward. Um, and you've been involved in a lot of projects um, and discoveries over your career. Where does Lake Hope stand amongst this? Uh, well, it's certainly the most outstanding one that I've worked on myself. And uh, even though we didn't discover it per se, an impact uh, by uh, natural exploration, uh, it's uh, definitely a standout and it's really hard to describe the significance of the lower operating cost, the, the cheap uh, production cost uh, in terms of us being able to be a significant player in the HPA space going forward. So yeah, we, we're hugely excited and impact and, uh, and for me personally, I've always wanted to build a mine and, uh, and here we are doing exactly that. So uh, it's a, a great challenge and uh, I'm enjoying every minute of it. And what else have you got in the works at the moment and how do you see Impact's portfolio growing um, into the future? Well, our model has always been sort of project generation and uh, we have looked for sort of joint venture partners in the past. But as I mentioned, we're looking for a world-class all by ourselves. So I've always taken the view that if we had a what I look like a world-class target, we would drill it ourselves. Uh, but we do have a large portfolio and so we are in the process of monetizing that. So we have got a float as a company that's... Uh, buying our Commonwealth project, which is in New South Wales. They've raised seed capital and we're looking to spin that out in uh, probably the end of the first quarter next year. Uh, we have a large grant holding of Broken Hill. We were one of the first uh, members of the BHP Explore program early this year. Got a lot of results to come from that, but we are looking for a joint venture partner on that. And then we will be putting out significant results from our Arkham Battery Metals project, which is located only in 150 k's uh, east of Perth. Um, in the wheat belt in through there. Uh, we've generated some very exciting anomalies for a range of minerals, uh, nickel, copper, uh, rare earths, and uh, some lithium as well. And that's going to be also a focus for us next year. Uh, I've been around a long time, Stuart, and uh, I will say that uh, you know, scoping study and test work results on HPA is not the sexiest thing to be putting out into the marketplace. Uh, and so I think it's important that uh, you know, we also um, you know, keep the exploration sizzle going, and Arkham can certainly deliver that. And Whilst it's important that companies are focused, we have to realise that one of the great advantages of Lake Hope is that the cost of doing the pre-feasibility and definitive feasibility studies that we'll do over the next couple of years is in the order of a few millions of dollars, as opposed to if we were drilling out, say, a 10 million ounce or what do you like, uh, Hemi, yep. uh, with the grey, we're talking tens of millions of dollars of feasibility studies. And so look, we'll be able to afford to keep going with our exploration on our, on our key uh, Arkham project as well. So, uh, you know, there's going to be a lot of news flow across the space uh, from impact uh, into 2024. You clearly have a lot on. Um, do you still love what you do? Oh, even more so. Uh, you know, it's, 
it's been a 16 year journey, you know, to get to this stage since we listed impact. And uh, as we like to say, we came to make an impact. Uh, we use that phrase almost every day uh, at impact. And I've got a great team of people, uh, you know, that I work alongside. And, uh, we, you know, we're very enthusiastic about getting Lake Hope, you know, up and running and, and really telling the story, you know, far and wide. And I think, uh, you know, we're starting to gain traction in the marketplace and uh, that should continue into 2024. So, yeah, looking, uh, enjoying every day right now. Excellent. So I think you've got a fantastic story. Um, you know, it's exciting time for the company and shareholders and, and potential shareholders. Um, Mike, thanks for joining us today on Market Open Podcast. It's great to have been here, Stuart, and uh, we'll speak again. That concludes another episode of Market Open Podcast. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, LinkedIn, Twitter, rss.com and marketopen.com.au. Until next time, happy investing. The content of this podcast is intended to be general in nature and is not personal financial product advice. It does not address the circumstances of any individual or entity. You should not construe any of this information or other part of this material as legal tax, investment, financial or other professional advice. Market Open and its employees are not financial advisors. You should consider seeking independent, legal, financial taxation or other advice to check how any information relates to your unique circumstances. Nothing contained in this podcast constitutes a solicitation, recommendation, endorsement or offer by Market Open or any third party to buy or sell securities or other financial instruments in this or any jurisdiction in which such solicitation or offer would be unlawful under the security laws of such jurisdiction.